What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your Tuesday. Uh, we're good, we're good. Choppy, we're a little bit choppy. What's happening, everybody? It is November 8th. How's everybody doing today? Good? Hopefully having a good day, good Tuesday, getting some tacos or whatever. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Everybody filing in right now? Make sure you guys uh, smash that like, thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. Join if you want to become a member. Do all that. Got the sock meds around me, Patreon, all that stuff. You want to support on there? Got some uh, topics to talk about today. How's everybody doing, huh? We're good? All right. How we doing here? Let's see who's out there. All right. We got Ryan right here. What's up? Your Untitled Suicide Squad script is in the making. All I could uh, say about the story, it takes one week after The Suicide Squad. Interesting. No username ideas. Let's have a good show. Got the 30th anniversary of Death of Superman comic. Yeah, that came out. Uh, still hoping that the maestro is somehow Zack, but if it isn't, I'm sure it'll still be great. There you go. What's going on, Nate Smith? Gunn had mentioned the biggest story ever told in his response to the uh, Air Cut campaign. What's an Infinity War uh, endgame level? Well, it would have to be a crisis level event. That's what I'm guessing there, so... We got Mr. Fear Jason here. We got Tony Movie, Chappy D9, Neil Blomkamp fan. What's happening, buddy? Hey, Dave, I got uh, to say Jason Momoa is always great at hyping things up, especially with DC and Snyderverse. Yeah, he's good at that. He's a good hype man. What's going on, Tet? We got Andrew right here. What are you doing? We got Stephanie T. We got, um, let's see, Eric right here. You have my sympathy for having to vote. Oh, yeah. Happy Tribalism Day, everybody. <laughs> Oh, you make I make the jokes, but it is because, you know, let's face it. You know, when you see some of the uh, the people that are up on the stage campaigning on both sides, you kind of go, really, really, you're going to you're going to vote for that. But it's it's always about my team, my team. So happy tribalism day, everybody. If you went out and voted good, cool. You got your little sticker. Make sure you post on Facebook because, you know, it didn't happen if you didn't post on Facebook. What's going on, uh, Mr. Vega? Good to see you. Good to see you. Let's see. We got Jason McKenzie. Ahoy, hoy. What's going on, sir? Always good to see you, man. It's good talking to you, of course, over uh, on the Patreon. We got MSGT. Don't know what's more exciting. All these cryptic messages lately are figuring them out. I took an Advil. Well, if your head was hurting, I... I hope it's not anymore. What's up, darling? Hashtag full frontal. JD McRae is here. We got Boomin Media. Good to see ya. MFR, what's up? We got Rhea, always here. Always positive. Love it. We got Rosemary as well. Mr. Ben Everts. Oh, you 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 didn't you took back your uh, message. How dare you? It's okay. Uh, we got Jose right here. Uh, hey, happy Tuesday. Yeah, it's a wet one. It's still raining. Remember last night? Raining, storm is still here, told you. It is still here. I woke up, I mean, I went to sleep with it raining, woke up to a pouring rain, and it's been, you know, cold. It's like 55 degrees right now. It started raining again. It's been raining all day. California needs it, right? They're trying to wash out uh, that guy. <laughs> uh, Governor Dusham. Uh. Anyways, it is a sad truth. You know, I like it when people actually, you know, who don't even go like, you know what, I'm going to consider, I'm going to look at all of them and look at everybody and be like, hey, what does this person have to say about policies, policies, what am I, you know, not just voting for your team, actually thinking about it. And there's some people, to be honest, that are shifting to the other side because they're kind of sick and tired of being sick and tired. Um, what's going on, Nikki, Captain Gator girl? Good to see you. Voted uh, on what to eat for lunch. There you go. That's that's a good vote right there, even though McDonald's is garbage. Anyways, uh, Joshua, I just closed my eyes and hit the buttons because my tribe is not represented. There you go. It's a way to do it, I guess. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? Who else we got here? I think that's pretty much it. We got James. Hey, do you think Ray Fisher will be back? I don't know. I mean, that's that's the one that's really up in the air. That is the one that's really up in the air right there. Holy crap. It's already. That's right. You're you're in. You're in Canada. It's already 
dipping down to that. Holy, I, I, I couldn't survive. Diamond Absolutes, it's going pretty good. Going pretty good. So thank you guys, of course, for uh, clicking in. And again, smash that like thumbs up. Share, 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 share it all over. You know, that helps. Helps the algorithm. So, you know, try to get this thing uh, out there. So uh, how dare you, Ronald? Here's all, Dave. Creepy. Yeah. I don't know. I just the only thing I like from McDonald's is the McGriddles. That's the only thing I'll get at McDonald's. I'm just, yeah. I just don't. You know, if I'm gonna go to fast food, I'm gonna go to a little higher, higher quality fast food. You know, when I do that, and McDonald's is uh, very low. It's probably the lowest. You know. And then after watching The Founder with Michael Keaton, I suggest you guys watch that really fantastic movie. You just kind of see like, oh yeah, okay, it started off good quality and then it just went down 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 that's why mcdonald's tried to prevent that movie from coming out they didn't want that movie to come out because you know it revealed some secrets some secrets so just be careful when you're eating some of that food because it might not be real i'm just saying uh kfc diamond absolutes fun fact you even though you retracted your message that was my very first job kfc i was a fry cook at at KFC, which is crazy. Um, and no, <laughs> um, no, no, I can't. I can't. I tried their chicken sandwich. It's good, but their spicy chicken sandwich. I did try that and that was good. But yeah, after you, uh, you know, I had what, two years with that job being a fry cook. Ugh. Did you get free chicken? Oh, I got free chicken when, you know, the bosses weren't looking. That was the good part about it was when, uh, you know, I didn't like the extra crispy. I didn't, I didn't like the extra crispy. I liked the original recipe. So, you know, being the, being a, the fry cook, you know, when that, when, uh, when, cause they would be in like these big, huge fryers, these compressed fryers. So it would be like four racks of chicken. So anytime it came up fresh, oh, you better believe I would take a leg and get a little paper towel and put it over here, you know, and then be like, what? I didn't take anything. What are you talking about? It happened numerous times. Numerous chicken legs, numerous chicken legs. Ooh, ooh, Rhea, you uh, you worked at Subway for two years. Yeah, I'm over Subway. They're they, they suck. I mean, it's just, I mean, there's sometimes. Uh, I mean, their rotisserie chicken was pretty good. Going back to chicken, but if I'm gonna get a good sandwich, I'm gonna go to Jersey Mike's. I'm gonna go to Jeremy. What is it? Jimmy John's. Almost a Jeremy John's, uh, or go to a you know you know a an independent sandwich shop, which those shops are always better. So, anyway, so um, KFC fries are amazing. Yeah. I've tried them. They're they're not that bad. But anyways. Okay, let's get going here. Let's get to the tweets, huh? Nope. Did I turn that off? Didn't did I turn that off? Yes, I did. Okay. Let's get to these tweets here and see what happened in the Twitter sphere today. We're gonna start off with a, a pretty funny little um you know, from, something from Boss Logic. We talked about, of course, the uh, the brand new Shazam Fury of the Gods uh poster which i didn't you know which i thought was kind of weird but kind of cool but he was a little weird like leaning back and he's on like a scooter or a hoverboard but boss logic took it to a whole other level <laughs> that's that's that's, uh, that's freaking awesome I, I, I that made me laugh when i saw that so you know that's that's pretty hilarious i mean perfectly like matched up right there so hey we all know that wonder woman's gonna be making a you know some kind of cameo in there so but yeah there's some uh there's some Gal Gadot legs right there, which she has legs that go all the way up to her freaking forehead. So there you go. And uh, make sure you guys subscribe to Squadcast. They're doing Man of Steel scene by scene. So that's pretty cool. And then check this out, guys. Check this out. So apparently somebody right here, this is by Keel Figgins, 3D animation. So imagine having Andrew Garfield go up against Tom Hardy's Venom. This is what it could be like. I mean, it's there's no sound, but look at this right here. Imagine having a fight between, like, you know, that. I mean, obviously, we're probably going to get, like, a Tom Holland or whatever, but this is a pretty good uh, animation right here for, like, a uh, an actual, like, full-on fight right there. Not too shabby, you know? Dug that, so good on him. And then, yes, guys, the maestro. Hey, Jay Hernandez did, in fact, tweet. I totally, he tweeted the next day, but he said, see all this DCU, DCU. I know we got to start saying DCU. It's hard to break the habit of DCEU, but um, 
Yeah, talk uh, is making me feel devilish. I'd love to see that cut. And he tagged James Gunn as well as David Ayer. So good on him. Good on him. And then check this out. George Lopez, mira watcha. Mira watcha. Uh, George Lopez, who, of course, um, is in Blue Beetle. Look what he had to say right here when he was on the Brian Pod- Scott Pro- podcast right here. Talking about Blue Beetle and then talking about a... Batman appearance in Blue Beetle? What? Well, listen to this. You know, Marvel, DC uh, is coming out with the first Latino superhero. Uh-oh, uh-oh. So it's the producer, writer, and director, all Latinos. And uh, that guy's the director of it. So he says, you know, there's no script. It's called the Blue Beetle. The kid from Cobra Kai is playing the Blue Beetle. Uh, so, you know, it's all very private. It was going to be on HBO Max only, and then Warner Brothers saw the script. They saw the people involved, so it has a release date of August 2023. Still coming out. So I got cast to be the uncle in the Blue Beetle. <laughs> in the Blue Beetle. So I love that. The Blue be Beetle. The uncle in the Blue Beetle uh, series, which nobody knows about yet. Oh, but. wow. And that's going to be on Netflix, or is that going to no, be? No, it's going to be released. It'll be a worldwide release oh wow because it's dc so when they sent the offer there's an offer for one movie and then under it there's 10 more offers for wow. 10 more offers so you said the kid from cobra kai is going to be the blue beetle yeah wow and i'm That's the so uncle cool. and i'm the uncle in the blue beetle that is so cool George. which is big man i mean man, you know so quite cool. a career but to get involved in the dc universe is big batman yeah. and i, oh, I think yeah. batman is in our movie but see yeah. okay uh, <laughs> it's a big big deal i yeah. think he, he got, I Everybody. think nobody knows Eagles, man. right now, but you guys. Exclusive. Well, there you go. See, see, that's what's happening. Mira, exclusive. No, but I mean, like, what's kind of funny about that? He goes, "I think Batman's in our movie." See, that's the thing. It's like when I saw that, I was like, "That's pretty cool. Maybe he is, or maybe there's a reference to Batman." That's what I'm thinking. You know, nothing against George Lopez. He probably just heard something. I don't know if we're going to, is Ben Affleck going to be fully in there? Who knows? I do believe there's going to be cameos in there. There'll probably be some kind of cameo. You know, I'm kind of wondering if it would be like, if they'd go outer world and have like a Green Lantern cameo or something like that. Cyborg would be pretty sweet, you know, if we're talking about getting Ray Fisher back or whatever. But he does say Batman's in her movie. I just don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. Uh, yeah, this guy, yeah, exactly what Jose is saying. He's a professional comedian, too. It's not like he really knows this stuff. So I'm thinking that there's probably a Batman reference. But it would be sweet, though, if Ben Affleck shot a little cameo for Blue Beetle. Why not? I mean, nothing wrong with that. That would be pretty sweet. So, But there you go. George Lopez talking about Blue Beetle and saying that there might be a Batman in there. So, you know, we will see. We will see. Uh, this is who we really want to see, though. We want to see, uh, you know, we want to see Condiment King right here, you know? This is who we want to see. I mean, you better believe James Gunn's going to put this guy. In. He's going to be in some kind of live action soon. Soon. You know that's going to happen. You know that's going to happen. Uh, and then, of course, now we have, uh, I mean, this is, uh, <laughs> we have so many of these different uh, Twitter handles. We have Super Film News right here. They did a whole, uh, I can't play the music too much. You know what music that is. That is Top Gun because now there's a rumor that Joseph Krasinski. I don't really want to talk about the rumored directors because I just feel like it's a little too early when it comes to the to the uh, Superman sequel with Cavill. Uh, obviously, they're talking about yeah yeah they're talking about possible Joseph Krasinski, which everybody's been trying to you know. I've heard his name get thrown out there many, many times. So, but apparently there is the rumor that he might be. I mean, obviously they want to get this Superman movie going as as quickly as possible. But you know, find your director. I just, uh, Krasinski's got a lot to do, and he might be doing a sequel to Top Gun Maverick. You know, so got to uh, relax on that. And then we have Sean uh, uh, Levy right here. Apparently, he might be in talks to direct a Star Wars film after Dead. Pole three and Stranger Things. If that's true, this guy is just blowing up like crazy. This guy is blowing up like crazy. He's going to be doing Deadpool three, been doing Stranger Things, and then a possibly possibly doing a uh, Star Wars film. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. In talks, deadline reported, so it's in the trades. We'll see what happens with that. And then Ana de Armas 
confirms uh, production has begun on John Wick spinoff Ballerina for Lionsgate. So there she is right there taking a selfie of herself as, um, you know, people, uh, you know, make her look pretty and, uh, you know, they're they're wearing masks. Uh, uh, yeah, but, you know, it's good. It's good. I think w- in some occasions the mask should stay because, you know, you don't want to be breathing on somebody when you're doing their hair and makeup. So it does make sense. Just like, you know, going back to the whole subway thing we talked about. I still think that if you're preparing my sandwich, you should still be wearing a mask just in case a little spittle comes out of your face. Anyways, um, but uh, yeah, Ana de Armas, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, they set that up in there. And then even uh, there's like, Uh, a report that Keanu Reeves will make an appearance in that movie too, which does make sense. And then we got Mr. Timothy Chalamet on the set of uh, Dune Part 2. So they're out there getting dusty again, ready to shoot that, which can't wait for the footage for that. And then, yes, guys, happy Tribalism Day. You know, that's just what I call it. That's what I call it because when you see people going like, you know, everybody's just... Every, every, every time it's uh, election time, I'm just saying, like, it's always doom and gloom on one side or the other. It's always doom and gloom. Like, the other side is so evil. You better vote. Ah! And then, you know, shit just doesn't really change that much. Um, uh, that's why I always say, like, you know, if you think about right wing, left wing, who's controlling it? The brain in the middle, right? Um, who knows? But um, and then it's always funny, too, because I guarantee you, whoever loses... Whoever loses, whether it's right or left, whoever loses, when it comes to these uh, elections, the other side is going to claim voter fraud. That's just what happens. It's never one-sided. Both sides always claim voter fraud. So expect that to be happening this week, which I'm so sick and tired of hearing of. But hey, let's move on to this right here. They released the opening sequence for Netflix's uh, Wednesday movie, and it's pretty good. I dig it. It's good. I like it. Yeah. They released that, the opening uh, sequence, and showed everything right there, showed all the opening, and it's a really good opening sequence. I am really looking forward to this series. I'm an Adams Family fan, and looking forward to seeing what Tim Burton's going to be doing with that. And then there you go right there, Keanu Reeves is returning as John Wick in the upcoming Ballerina spinoff. That is correct, so... That's good. Uh, alien sex sounds. Ah, thank you for the $2 super chat. Every little bit helps. Dave, you're fast food bougie. A little bit. I'm a little fast food bougie now. Yeah, you know, you just kind of get tired of certain things. But hey, you know, what can you do? And then check this out, guys. Thank you again for the $2 super chat. Much appreciated. Um, uh, I, I, I showed this off on Batman the Fanimated stream. Where do I have? Here's the book right here. Look at this thing. It's pretty cool. It's the Batman manual. It's brand new. Got it right here. It was a late gift from the lady friend, of course, you know. She got it for me. And look at how thick it is. It's like a yearbook, man. It's got all the Batmobiles. Look at that. There's look at that. Look at that beast back there. Yeah. Um, it's got all the Batmobiles, even got even and all the vehicles and everything. It's even got the the fucking war machine. It's got the Bat Tank right there from Dark Knight Returns. It's got everything up to Pattinson's Batmobile right here. But I took this picture and I showed it to Scott because obviously we were going to be talking about you know a noir episode of Batman the Animated Series, and that's my favorite Batmobile right there. But I love it how they call it the noir Batmobile. So uh, yeah, it's the Batman manual. It's like thirty bucks. I have the link down below if you guys want to check it out, get it. But yeah, it's got all the vehicles, not just the movie ones. Like it's got all of them, video games all throughout the years in the comic books. It's a really good book and it breaks it all down pretty good, too. So check it out. Check it out. Yeah. Noir Batmobile. That's my favorite one, of course. Um, And then, of course, uh, hey, what's going on? Clue Noir Batmobile. Good to see you. We got um, Ray Porter right here. I'm sorry I'm late. He's been busy as heck. I love it how he says busy as heck and uh, release the air cut right there. So that's pretty good. And then guess what, guys? After this next Indiana Jones movie, apparently that's not going to be it for Indiana Jones. He's uh, he apparently they're going to be developing an Indiana Jones TV show reportedly in early development at Disney Plus. All I suggest is get short round back. Because what's his name, which I, you know, his name eludes me right now, of course. Uh, Somebody in the chat could say it. Get him back. Get him back. You know, we saw the reunion that he and Harrison Ford had. We need him back. Need him back. Yes. So please at least get him back. Nothing wrong with that. Here's a Ghostbusters Fright Night type poster. I like that. I want that. Looks pretty cool. 
And then uh, you want to see something uh, rocking, hot, and just all the above? Oh, my God. Look at this right here. Tina Gao right here. Holy crap. Look at this right here. Electric. Where's that drop? That is the sexiest thing I've seen. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So freaking good. That's badass right there. I'm just saying. Just saying. Uh, James Cameron, Avatar, The Way of the Water. Being over three hours, he commented on, you know, the three-hour runtime. And he said, we didn't spend as much time on the relationship and emotion in the first film as we did in the second film. So we'll see. That's, you know, that spend some time with the relationship and the family and all that stuff. So, um yeah, a lot of people, of course, are just... I, I love it when I see on my timeline the people that are just absolutely loathing the fact that the sequels are coming. And I'm just kind of going like, you guys really think that this movie's going to like bomb? And, you know, I, I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Of course, we'll talk about that. This is pretty cool. A little mashup right here from DC Unified. Showing the uh, Nightmare Batman, the Nightmare Joker. That's pretty sweet. And, uh... And then we got Jay Oliva right here responding, uh, you know, when it comes to Jason Momoa, which we're going to talk more about. He said, ha, 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 I'm as much in the dark as you all are. Hopefully good news we'll hear soon. So Jay Oliva responding to people and then uh, going to somebody else uh, talented in the arts and whatnot. We got Dan Jurgens available in your local comic book store this week. Kind of a look back and set up for the future all in one. Death of Superman 30th anniversary special. I'm going to go ahead and pick up my copy, hopefully. I'm going to be going to see uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever over here. And there's a comic book shop over here in the mall. So I'm going to go pick up, pick me up a copy of uh, the 30th anniversary special, man, because obviously it's an iconic story. Such an iconic story. So there you go. All right. There are the tweets, guys. There are the tweets. How are we feeling? Good. Uh, yeah, that wasn't that badass, man. Jeez, that was. <laughs> uh, Jay knows a bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be seeing Black Panther, Kihua Kwan, yes, aka Short Round, yes. I th I just think if they're gonna be making an Indiana Jones, is they're gonna continue Indiana Jones? Bring him back, bring him back. He is now back, and he is all about acting again. Everybody's praising him being back after, you know, everything, everywhere, all at once, which is one of the best films of the year. And, you know, just bring him back for that. But, um, all right, now that, uh, now that all our boners are down for after, after watching, you know, the X-Men um, theme being performed by two ladies uh, with electric uh, string instruments, let's go ahead and uh, get to the uh, first topic right here. And uh, we talked about it yesterday. We talked about it yesterday. You know, you can even look at the film Junkie Shot uh, about uh, Jason Momoa being really excited about something. And there was two different videos. And we're going to watch his first one, the one that he posted himself, uh, talking about being very excited, saying, remember the date, November 6th, being very excited about something that's happening. And uh, yeah, we'll watch it again just to get a little bit of a refresher. But it was just kind of funny because... I was going, I even tweeted it out. I'm like, oh, wow, there's going to be a uh, discourse now in the fandom on who Maestro is. Who is this Maestro? So let's see. Let's go through this again. All right. And then we're going to be talking about something, too, that's just kind of interesting as well. But uh, if we want to get a little refresher, this is what Jason Momoa had to say in that video. Worst thing in the world. All right. This needs to be documented. What's the date today? The 6th of November. The greatest news, some of the greatest news in my life just happened. I can't say anything about it. Fuck yes! I think you ah! just did. I can't wait to share with you, but they won't let me share anything. I want you to remember this date, November 6th. Mwah! You know who you are? Mwah! Mwah! Mwah, maestro. Mwah! Maestro. So that's who we're talking about. Now, uh, and then, Jason of course, there's this right here. Cavill back 
in the tights as Superman. I gotta say, man, it looks like things are open for the for the JL to come back together. Maybe take on Black Adam. What are your thoughts? I think with Peter Safran and uh, Mr. Gunn at the helm now of DC, I'm very excited about that. There's a lot of there's a lot of cool things gonna be coming up, and uh, one of my dreams come true will be happening under their watch. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. So there you go. So there was that. And uh, when it came to uh, when it came to when it came to like asking people, I uh, I, I did a whole like uh, I did a let's see, I did a post on here, of course, where I posted on YouTube to see like what do you guys think when it comes to the uh, the maestro, the maestro thing, where you have Jason Momoa talking about maestro, and actually you can see right here with the poll. What do you, who do you think we're talking about? 60% are saying that it is Zack Snyder. 18, Andy Muschietti. A friend is number five. And then he just likes that word. I put he just likes that word, you know, for that. So, yeah, there was, uh, you know, there's that whole thing, you know. So, so 60% of the people, 334 votes, are thinking it's Zack Snyder. And then I had it right here. Uh, I posted also on, uh, on, uh, on uh, Twitter right here. And as you can see, when it comes to this poll, also almost 60% of you are thinking it's Zack Snyder. So almost like a little bit, but I actually put who cares. And some people said who cares more when it comes to who exactly is this maestro that he is talking about right here. So, so who's the maestro? Who is the maestro he's talking about? Obviously, he blew him a kiss when it came to... That, when it came to the video, he was like, oh, Maestro. And a lot of people were going back and forth because Ezra Miller has talked about the Maestro, but he's also called Andy Muschietti the Maestro. When I tweeted out about, like, the whole discourse that is going to be happening when it comes to who the Maestro is, a lot of people were going back and forth, Zack Snyder, Andy Muschietti, because there's that whole thing. I mean, if you guys didn't know, obviously, you know, there, you know, there's a rumor. The rumor is back that Andy Muschietti might be doing JL2. That doesn't make sense. To me, I'm like, when it comes to who is the maestro, and I, I appreciate all the people who responded with the Seinfeld gifts and stuff because there is an episode with the maestro of a, you know, a conductor who wants to be a maestro. And, you know, that's what it is. I mean, you, when you think about maestro, you think about, yeah, it's got to be somebody conducting. I mean, even Guillermo del Toro has been called the maestro too. And you never know. Could be something with Guillermo. You never know. But, um, but yeah, so a lot of, I was just kind of asking, and a lot of people are thinking of Zack Snyder. Sadly, like, I, I said it yesterday, and I'll say it again, don't think it's Zack Snyder. It's not Zack Snyder. It's not Andy Muschietti. I don't know who exactly it is, but I just wanted to give, you know, I wanted to see who everybody was thinking it is. And then a lot of people, which I didn't really think about it when it came to Maestro, a lot of people were thinking, what if it's James Gunn? What if it's James Gunn? Because obviously he was talking about uh, James Gunn and Peter Saffron and the fact that the, his dream come true project is going to be coming in or he's going to be doing is going to be announced or whatever the hell, which we don't know exactly what that is yet. And then we had James Gunn post this. Apparently there's like um, I forgot what the you know, you know how it is. You know, because remember, there was at one point where all the people on the right were leaving Twitter for like a different social media app. And then now Elon's here. And now the left is leaving Twitter. It's all very it's all very funny because everybody's just a hypocrite. It's just so hilarious. But on this new social media app, which James Gunn has moved over to as well, I think he's still going to be saying stuff on Twitter. He did post this, which a lot of people were like, what? Glad to be here. And then he has a picture of Lobo. And then people, of course, were, you know, of course, doing their bringing out their magnifying glass and, you know, dusting for prints and stuff. Everybody was looking and like, remember at one point um, earlier, like what last decade when uh, before we actually pretty much well, before we actually knew that Jason Momoa was going to be was going to be Aquaman. He did say that he would love to play Lobo. Now, I don't think he's actually playing Lobo. I don't think that that's, I mean, you never know. That would be something. I was thinking about that today as I was working. That would be something if, if in fact, they decided to be like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. Let's also have Jason Momoa play Lobo. Wouldn't that be something? That'd be something different. They're not doing that over at the Marvel factory. They're not taking one of the, the same actor and making him play uh, multiple roles, I don't think. Well, I mean, there's 
side characters, but I'm just saying like main, you know, somebody. Could you imagine if they said, yeah, fuck it. We already got Jason Momoa. Just give him a little extra scratch and then he could be uh, Lobo. I don't think that's going to happen. You know, somebody brought up Carl Urban, which I thought that's a pretty good choice. That'd be a, uh, an interesting choice for a Lobo. I think he would actually uh, do pretty well. But, uh, you know, but it would just be crazy if they said, you know what? Yeah. You know, even though he's Aquaman, we, he could play Lobo as well. It's not like anybody's going to notice. He's going to be covered in makeup and prosthetics and whatnot. It's not going to be any different. I mean, let's face it. Jason Momoa would be a perfect Lobo. He'd be a perfect Lobo. But, I mean, again, this is what I love about James Gunn posting on social media is he keeps teasing things. He's already teased Dead Man. He's teased Superman. Well, we already know Superman's going to be coming out. But it's just a fact of the matter is, and then all of a sudden he puts out Lobo. You better believe that James Gunn was like, oh, I want some Lobo. Remember when Michael Bay was supposedly supposed to be uh, bringing us Lobo? Remember when that, that whole thing, the Lobo movie is in development by Michael Bay. And then we didn't hear anything about it after that. I remember where I was. I was working at my job where I was fielding and stuff like that. And I remember being in my work truck as I was pulling up to... Uh, I don't know, somewhere. And uh, and then I remember hearing about that. I was like, what? But then I was like, well, that's pretty perfect. That's pretty perfect. Michael Bay directing a Lobo? Yeah, a Lobo movie? That I could see that being pretty perfect. But then I gotta, I'm kind of thinking right now, they're not going to be doing any of those movies. They're not going to be doing like a Lobo movie, obviously. But they're going to probably try to get the character in there. I, I, would, I, I would think that James Gunn being in the being the one that's going to be making the Suicide Squad content, uh, movies or TV shows or whatever the hell, I would not be surprised if he's going to try to bring in Lobo, maybe for a Peacemaker 2. I don't know. Maybe he'll show up in Peacemaker 2. That could happen. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's all just kind of like interesting with all the timing of everything. It's all the timing and then referring back to old quotes from Jason Momoa talking about Lobo and then him talking about his Dream Come True project. And then it's just like, would they actually be like, yeah, you could play Lobo as well? That would, I, I would say do it. I would say do it. I don't think they are, but I would say do it, man. I mean, just let them do that. Yeah, Suicide Squad versus Lobo, yeah. I would say just give them the fucking role. Why not? You know? Yeah, I mean, uh, Jaiman Hansau, but at the same time, it's a little bit different because he's not, he's not, he's not a character that's up front. He's not one of the main characters, you know? So he's he has played multiple. He was in Aquaman. He was in Shazam and, of course, Black Adam. So, yeah, you know, but at the same time, it's not like I think that would just be something different. So you never know. You never know. I would not be surprised if they, you know, throw a curveball and be like, oh, yeah, our Aquaman's also going to be playing the villain Lobo. When's Lobo going to show up? Time will tell. That would be pretty crazy. So I was just kind of wondering about that. But when it comes to the whole maestro thing, if that if if that ends up happening, if that ends up happening, then maestro is definitely James Gunn. Maestro will definitely be James Gunn. And I really didn't consider that because I wasn't thinking that it was, you know, either him or Saffron. I was thinking it was like, all right, does he mean it's like a director or like, you know, something like that? I didn't even consider that it would be James Gunn. That's why when people responded to the poll, they were like, oh, no, it's probably James Gunn. I went, oh, yeah, I didn't really even think about that. Interesting. Yeah. But I mean, it was just funny because yesterday it was like back and forth with Andy Muschietti and uh, and Zack Snyder because, you know, Ezra Miller has referred to both of them as that. And there's some people that wholeheartedly think it's Zack Snyder. And I'm going, all right. I mean, I wish, but I just it's it's looking like it's definitely not. Um, he's still very much busy over, uh, you know, creating worlds in Netflix. So I don't think uh, he's a maestro, but I'm hoping that Zach does come back for some producing stuff and maybe that'll happen. Who knows? But, um, but yeah, so the maestro very, very much could be not one of these two, not one of these two, like people are going back and forth. It might be James Gunn. And if they pull, if they throw a curveball and cast him as Lobo, I'd be like, good job. Good job. Because, yeah, to be honest, I mean, we all we, we all heard that before when we he said Lobo and we're like, yeah, that's kind of perfect. But at the same time, if they don't do that and they do do a Lobo, I say Carl Urban. Carl Urban is my choice if they don't do this crazy casting of Jason Momoa doing dual roles. And then speaking of, uh, you know, 
sticking to the DCU, you, which I, I can't, it's hard for me to say that. Um, hey, remember that whole little rumor that Henry Cavill was going to be showing up at Comic-Con? Remember that thing when it was from Deadline? It wasn't from a scooper. But uh, yeah, apparently, well, when it came to um, when it came to Henry Cavill, he uh, he uh, he was being interviewed recently, and he was even uh, talking about that. And this is what he had to say when it came to uh, that whole thing. He said, "Yeah, there was a lot because all the rumors were coming out, and obviously, I was working and had a lot of people going. So, are you going to Comic Con?" I was like, "No, no, I'm not." They're like, "Ah, but you are, aren't you?" And I was like, "No, really, I'm not. I'm not." And then, obviously have the other secret in the back of my head. I was like, I'm just going to have to ride this one out and see what happens. Then obviously everyone was so disappointed, so disappointed. Yes, we were. It killed Comic-Con for DC. The fact that you didn't show up, Henry, that should be, that should be, that should give them some, you know, that should give them some like, that should make them feel good. You know, the fact that we were all disappointed. And I love how he said that. So then obviously everyone was so disappointed. And I just thought, okay, they're just patience. Patience, it will come, and we did. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I went there, but uh, yeah. So basically, it's just like um. Also, Henry had got COVID. Yeah, there was that too. So, <laughs> but it's just kind of funny. But it was like that whole rumor came out, and it got buzz. And I, you know what? When it comes to all this, when it comes to when it comes to that whole situation, when it came to the Comic Con thing, I just. If he, he already had the secret in the back of his head, which he just talked about. Somebody at Warner Brothers Discovery tipped off Deadline. 100 fucking percent. Because they knew. They knew. I think Warner Brothers Discovery knew that they didn't have shit. They had Black Adam and Shazam. And it was like, yeah, that's cool, but it's not going to do much. It's not going to do much. Thank you, Jose. Also, Henry got COVID. Yeah, COVID. Um, so I think they tipped him off just to throw it out there. And what did that do? That generated hype, generated so much hype. And then, yes, we were all let down and everybody was anxiously awaiting for a Henry Cavill to show up. People were talking about it there. They asked Dwayne Johnson the question. I think it was all just somebody came up with the idea of like, yeah, we got to throw that. We got to we got to tip off the trades to get some hype going for when Cavill does, in fact, come back. That's why even though Black Adam is pretty subpar when it comes to the box office the hype for henry cavill's return as superman is huge and they're not gonna i mean i was worried that if 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 black adam was like floppy floppy like if it didn't do so well that um they were gonna be like well no superman then we're just gonna reboot everything but that's not gonna be the case now and i think it was just somebody had the bright idea of tipping off deadline and it just kind of generated that hype so there's yeah so i think that's what's been going on so What's going on, Draga? 52, Mr. Axel. It was good talking to you. The Patreon over the weekend. All right, now we got Wakanda Forever, Black Panther. So a lot of people, uh, critics and whatnot, got to see it last night. So, of course, the reviews are rolling in. And I'm going to be seeing it on Thursday. So, of course, naturally look for my... Uh, my uh, first reaction review, but here's where it sits right now, of course, with the uh, the Forbidden Devil fruit. It's at 88%. What? It's under 90? How dare you? A pognant uh, tribute that satisfyingly moves the franchise forward. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever marks an ambitious and emotionally rewarded, rewarding triumph for the MCU. So we got some of the... Uh, Stuff right here. We already got some right off the back. A top critic. As it stands, Wakanda Forever feels as lost and forlorn as Wakandan people. Ooh, Wakanda Forever proves poignant, uh, poignant in two ways. The film is often quite thoughtful in its exploration of grief, but it struggles to overcome what the actor's loss means to the future of this series. Ouch. All right, let's go to some top critics right here, which both of them were. Uh, we got Wakanda Forever is over long, a little unwielding, unwieldy, unwieldy, I should say. But Kugler's fluid command of mixing intimacy with spectacle remains gripping. Presented the, dosking, the daunting task of bidding farewell to a, a star tragically taken in his prime in sober, in sober but stirring, uh, stirring fashion, Kugler 
has given audiences in the studio a solidly and gracefully executed dive into Wakanda for right now. We've got the Houston Chronicle saying, certainly the film has its high points, but ultimately it pales in comparison to its predecessor and one of the best, oops, and one of the best, uh, did it, are we good? Uh, I saw that thing glitch a little bit. One of the best entries in the field of superhero cinema and feels largely like a placeholder for the next movie. Isn't that most of the MCU movies? Placeholders? Times UK? It's a movie about not seeing beyond your own grief. Every narrative tendril is uh, implicated in grief from historical colonialism to environmental exploitation to political repression. There you go. A lot of politics. Yeah, that's what we want to see. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty good here's another bad one after a hearty start in the films uh, the film sputters in its second half dragging through its bloated runtime and its way to uh it's uh at once overblown and underwhelming finale Ooh, another underwhelming finale that's not good uh though there's some plot messiness oh in the mix black panther wakanda forever undeniably delivers in terms of action star power and superhero spectacle but what hit me hardest is the exploration of grief so there's a lot of grief in this movie apparently another bad one this might not be so deflating if wakanda forever worked simply as an action spectacle but very little here pops Uh oh that's not good why the most of the old pieces in place does Wakanda Forever feel as so many sequels before it have, like it's reflecting the magic of its predecessor rather than entirely recapturing it? That's a positive review? Okay, that doesn't make sense, but he doesn't even have like his actual score right there. So, But anyways, it's uh, still getting mainly positive, but you always got to wonder. When you see reviews like that on there and it's still a positive, I'm like, eh, is that really a positive? It didn't sound like a positive review. It sounded like it. That's what I don't. That's that's why I hate about the scaling thing of of, of uh, Rotten Tomatoes and the fact that when you open up the page, it's got the fucking tomato meter right there, and it's just like, hey, if it's either sixty percent above sixty percent or below, that's what we rated on. When I'm like, nah, I'd rather just you know, what I like about it is the uh, the actual fact that it actually has a rating system that is smaller. That you don't really even see. I don't even think they even have it anymore on there. They used to have the rating system that was like right there as well. And I'm not even seeing it anymore. I don't know. When it comes to Rotten Tomatoes, yes, I know a lot of people complain about it and everything like that. But it is a conglomerate of a bunch of, of course, a bunch of uh, critics' reviews. And I like to actually read the reviews. It's just funny when it sounds like it's a negative and it's ended up positive. That's just a weird thing. But, uh, you know, the audience score is always, like, what we should really look at when it comes to this stuff. I mean, it's all about what the audience thinks. I know, like, pre-sales are already putting it uh, past, like, 45 million domestic or something like that. So it's going to do well. It's going to do well, and people are going to be enjoying it. I'm sure that audience score is going to be well above 90%, uh, but we'll see. But that's what some of the critics have been saying. Been seeing some positivity on there. Uh, I actually like the fact that it's... I, I forgot that it was two hours and 41 minutes. So I was like, oh, crap. Totally forgot that it was. I'm just... I, I just need a Marvel movie to wipe out the, the Thor Love and Thunder out of my brain. That two-hour... That two-hour Saturday Night my, my, my SNL sketch, yes. Couldn't say the actual words, so I just went to SNL. Yeah, that... I'm... I'm, I'm ugh. I need something something there ah thank you uh and we got mackenzie 22 uh months yes brendan frazier and here we go we finally got the first trailer i haven't watched it yet guys so i don't know who's watched it but i have yet to watch the whale trailer and i'm i'm nervous because i just feel like it's going to devastate me because i already know this movie's going to devastate me um, just from what I've been hearing about it and stuff like that. So here we go. Let's react to The Whale. A24. Oh, boy. It's only a minute long, so. I like the aspect ratio. There he is. 
triumph people are amazing it's a good little tease that's all I need that's all I needed right there that's fine that's all I needed right there I didn't need anything else it's all I needed you know just show him hear him talk and look at you know he's got the uh, of course uh, you know, the oxygen and everything like that. So there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. I think that's fine. I think that was a perfect amount right there. So, okay. I'm down. I mean, I was already down just by hearing things and seeing them. So I already know this movie is going to rip my guts out. It's going to rip my guts out. It definitely is. I know. Even that little part right there. It's like, oh yeah, guess what? You're, you know, they showed that the, the girl that he's talking to. It's like, that's going to be you. That's going to be you right there. Yeah. The Brennana, yeah, the Brennaissance. There you go. I like that, Stephanie. The Brennaissance right there. If he doesn't win the Oscar, we write. Exactly. That's what I say because uh, we all love that guy. And we love the fact that he's just getting this recognition. And yes, he's going to be uh, getting um, getting a lot of praise for this come award season. So looking forward to it. Uh, when is that movie coming out? It's coming out. It's coming out in this December. December. Okay, this December in select theaters, I think. And then it comes out. Well, it says this December. I don't know the exact date. It just says this December. December 9th, I want to say. I don't know. I don't remember. But, uh, and then it fully comes out. Obviously, they got to get it in when award season is happening. All right, let's get to the questions right here. Let me first um, let me look at uh, YouTube and see if there's um, anything there when it comes to YouTube. Let's see what you guys, if there's any questions that I do post it over there. Is there anything? Let's see. I uh, love Momoa. He's genuine uh, enthusiast. Okay, so no real questions right there. He's the main man. Okay, so nothing over on Twitter. So let's go ahead and go over to Twitter, make sure everything's good. All right, we should be all right. Nothing bad. All right, here we go. Eric Blake. So, Dave, looking at the discussions about who's directing Man of Steel 2, I look at something you said before when we speculated about the DC studio head. Maybe it'll be someone nobody would have thought about. Not sure what the implications of that may be, but still, what do you think? Could be. What's Brad Bird up to? What's Brad Bird up to? Uh, J.D. McRae. Hey, Dave, if it's a, if it is Andy Muschietti directing JL2, do you think that they would use any of Zach's ideas and possibly give him a story credit? He will, he will get a credit for sure. I think Zach is too busy to uh, direct and DC doesn't want to wait. This could be a way we get some of Zach's ideas right now. Oh, yeah. I think there's going to be Zach's ideas in the Flash movie. That's the thing. Some people don't realize. There's going to be some things in there. Max Station, if Keaton will be the main Batman after The Flash, what do you think, Dave, how these things will work together? Um, that's the thing. I don't know if he's going to be so much. We're, we're, I, we just got to wait and see when it comes to that one. Really got to wait and see when it comes to that one because I just... I mean, I think he might be a presence, but he's not going to be the main Batman because Batgirl is no longer around. Uh, Devon Wooter. Hey, Dave, it's so funny that reviews give Black Panther 2 a higher score, but the, they brass they brass uh, Black Adam that is so hypocritical. Well, not really, because it's two different movies. And do you think Jason Momoa got got play as uh got play as lobo i know that's impossible he's playing aquaman but can do both that's what we're talking about and that's what they're talking about see my whole thing with black panther it's uh, it's under 90 percent, which i was like whoa that's pretty crazy but i mean but when i watched the trailer for black panther i thought it looked like a better movie than black adam that's just me though uh brad Curran. Curran. I don't know if this is uh, specifically what Jason Momoa was referring to per se, but I get a sense he's excited that the whole JL band is getting back together. Thoughts? Yeah, I don't. I've. I mean, 
I don't know. It just seems like Ray Fisher would have actually thought, would actually like, I don't know, maybe tease something too. I just don't know. And then we got the Ezra Miller situation. So you just got to wonder about all that. Also, what are you most looking forward to in Avatar 2 next month? Just the beautiful visuals and the action for sure. Joseph, hey Dave, my dream casting for one of Zack's universes is uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Joel Kinnaman as father and son duo of epic manly badasses who eat all the steak, drink all the beer, and get all the chicks. Jeez. Uh, their names uh, would be uh, Dave and the film junkie. There you go. I like that. Uh, Chad P. Yeah. And then we got... Cohen Treo, G. Hey, hi, Dave. I know this is giant freaking robot, but that's all you had to say. That's all you had to say. I know it's giant freaking robot. That's all you had to say. Why do I have to actually read more and read the headline? What if Man of Steel 2 ends up being a soft or hard reboot like what Marvel are doing with Daredevil and Disney Plus? Did you not hear what Superman said in Black Adam? Did you not hear what Henry Cavill said when he said, I picked the Man of Steel costume to put on again. I don't know why everybody, Jesus Christ, stop it. Now, the fact that he said it's been a while since the world was this nervous, he's referring to him and Man of Steel, BVS, referring to that. Okay, now is it going to, and this is what's so crazy about this too, is like when people hear of like a hopeful Superman, some of these guys get all like, fuck that, man. I don't want that. Gross. Ew. That's what his fucking ass means on his chest. <laughs> Jeez. It's like Zach has said it. He said it on the vodka stream. It was like he had to put Superman through the ringer to get the Superman of that we know. The hopeful Superman. He had to kill him first, run him through the ringer to like doubt himself and doubt humanity and do all that. And then he was reborn. And now he's like, okay, I understand my purpose. I lost my purpose for a little bit there. It was a rocky, uh, rocky start. And now here I am. But God forbid you have any kind of that in there because it's just, yeah. No! I want him to just, yeah. It's like, yeah, there, but there still could be like a nightmare version where he's still like evil Superman. We could still have that too. There still could be a, that as well. So, but you got to challenge Superman and you got to like, you know, have him do all that. But uh, some of these guys, again, giant freaking robot. You're going to send me a giant freaking robot article? My God. All right, guys. That's, uh, that's the show for you today. Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and hit that notification bell. Join if you want to partake in, of course, the members-only uh, post-show stream tomorrow. Do all that. Um, got the Patreon if you want to support there. Every little bit helps, guys. You know, trying to post things on there as much as possible. When I hear things, I post on Patreon and give some tea and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, do all the other stuff. Follow me on the other uh, sock meds out there. You know, my, my uh, awesome tweets. I'm not buying a check mark, though. I really don't give a shit. <laughs> not one of those people that needs a check mark. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. And I'm not, you know. But hey, maybe one of these days I'll be like, all right, fine, Elon. There you go. But, anyways, guys, appreciate you guys uh, spending some time with me tonight. And uh, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Same junkie time, same junkie channel. Bye bye.